Hey everyone, this is Andre Pearson. I just wanted to come on for one moment and discuss a topic that I've been getting a lot of uh, emails and requests on. I recently did a, a video on my Why Does Love Hurt So Good channel on YouTube that was entitled Men Splitting Household Bills with Women is Not Providing for Them. Now, a lot of the men understood some things I said, and a lot of the women were a little confused based upon the way society is today. Now, let's be clear for a second. We're not about to blame anybody by anything. It's not about the blame game. What it comes down to is an understanding of what our role is in the relationships. Now, I want to come on real quick and talk to the men concerning provider, the title provider. So let's be clear on the title first. The definition of provider is that the man as a provider in the family dynamic is responsible financially for This does not mean that the woman in the household cannot contribute, but her contribute is an option and not a requirement. Now, for those who believe in the Bible and go by the Bible, as it says in Ephesians chapter 5 concerning marriage in relationships, we have to understand a few things. One, the Bible does not talk about 50-50 split in any household. The man has his job and the woman has her job. So that's the first myth we need to get out of the way that men think in their mind that is actually a reality when it's not. Second thing is, for those men who do not know and understand the concept, let's talk about that for a second. In the story of Adam and Eve in the Bible, if, again, you believe in the Bible and you call yourself a Christian, it talks about how God created man first. Now, there was a And the reason for creating man first is that he wanted to make sure that man was here to take care and set up the rest of the things in the dynamics of the relationship. So let's examine what the story says. And you probably heard of this already, but let's just kind of walk through a little bit so you get your better understanding. In the story of Adam and Eve, God put man in the Garden of Eden. He did not have him find it. He didn't have him look for it. He put him dead center of the Garden of Eden. Now, in doing so, he gave him a job which was to manage his property. Remember, it says he gave him dominion over everything on the earth. And he didn't give him. He would not need God. So, Adam had dominion over everything. And his job title at that moment was simply to manage what God has given him. Now, as you read the rest of the story, you find out, you understand that God, once he realized that Adam had his role understood because he went through the roles of things of consequences, understanding of what he could and could not do in the garden. Now, again, once this was all understood by Adam and God felt he knew what was going on, he then presented Adam mm -hmm. with the woman. Now, as you know, in the Bible, the Bible says that a woman is to a man, a helpmate. Now, helpmate means very simply help not do it for him but help and this is what a lot of our society is going a little backwards on because 
think about it for a second. In today's society, the way the situations are, you need two household incomes to survive in most cases. But now, as we were saying about marriage versus boyfriend, girlfriend, and a lot of times women want to ask the question, why am I having a problem with my boyfriend? Why hasn't he married me? There's a simple reason for that. He is in a situation where he's getting a husband benefits uh, as a boyfriend. And you're wondering why he's not considering marrying you. Now, again, in the role of provider and leader of the household, this is what men are supposed to be doing. Their job is to lead, teach, and provide for their family. Now, for the woman in the family, of course, it tells in the Bible that she's a helper to help him do things. But in our today's society, it has gotten to the point where the men, and a lot of them, but not all, and I see this in a lot of society, where the man has started to feel more comfortable playing the woman's role. You see a lot of men who are having multiple children with multiple women and leaving those women to take care of themselves. Now understand something as a man, if you leave a woman and not taking care of your responsibilities in the household, you leave her no choice but to be you, be you and play your role. Now again, you can't get mad at them when they go out and get the job, make the money, pay the bills, take care of things, and you want to step in the house as a boyfriend and be handed the kings in the kingdom and given the title provider when you provide absolutely nothing. Now this has become a trend in a lot of cities and some men are getting comfortable with playing these roles. And they wonder why the women that they are with voice their opinions, talk the way they do, act the way they act out in the relationship. And here's the reason why. She is doing what you're supposed to do and you're not doing anything at all. So why would she bow to you when she's doing all the work and you're doing nothing? Let's not get it twisted. Sleeping with a woman is not a great benefit overall because they need more than just sleeping with them. At some point, they're going to need more. And women do want more. And I don't understand why so many men who walk to them come with them with the old lines about, if I had you with me, what I would do with you. I'll take care of you. But what they're really saying to them is, this: these are the words I'm saying to you to get you in bed. Here's another myth that I heard, and I want to clear up. Men are not tricking women into sleeping with them. Women are consciously doing that on their own, free will. There's nothing that a man could come and say to you that should make you sleep with him when you don't want to. If you choose to do so, understand it is your choice. But if the situation doesn't come out the way you want it to, meaning this, a lot of men tell women lies, trick them into sleeping with them, as they say. And then when the relationship doesn't go the way they want to, women come out and say, oh, he used me. He did me wrong. But you have to understand something. You are the one driving that car. You are the one to determine when and if a man sleep with you, period. So when you do this and you do it as Paul Mooney would say, a dry purse and a wet vagina doesn't match. Let that marinate for a minute. 
dry purse, wet vagina doesn't match. Because we have a lot of women out here right now who are trading their bodies for things and trinkets. And we hear a lot of people respond on these posts on Facebook and other sites how a man need to treat a woman like a queen. Now, let's understand something about that title. There are a lot of good men out here who really want to treat you like queens. But a lot of women that they're with don't believe in them, don't support them and the things that they do or, and or say. And they treat these men that, that they treat them as queens, as servants. Now, I've heard some women say, oh, well, these are weak men and they don't need to be with them anyway. So let's look at the flip side of it. You get a man who treats you like dirt, disrespects you, sleep outside the relationship, have kids outside the relationship, but yet and still you stick to them like glue. In your 20s, 30s, and 40s, you get run through like the Harlem Tunnel. You have multiple kids by multiple men and say over and over how you're looking for a good man when you realize the man that you're with is not the man that wants to settle down with you. Sure, he's fun, he's exciting, he's doing wonderful things for you at the time, but when you look up, 10, 20 years of your life has passed, and now you're saying, where have all the good men gone? They've gone nowhere. You just now have not recognized them because you're so used to dealing with thugs, bad boys, and thinking that that's the way to go. Now, of course, you're attracted to who you're attracted to and to each his own who you're with. But you cannot get into a situation that you know is not healthy for you and then complain about your position in it. Let's understand something. If women treat their relationship that they get into like jobs, they would not have the problems they have as much as they do. Let me explain. In the situation of a job concerning a relationship, the woman is the employer. The man is a potential employee. The position that he is applying for in her life is a long-term deal. Now, she wants to know, is he in it for full-time, part-time, or seasonal? Now, as you know in your job, you have not, nor will you ever walk into your job and they give you two weeks' pay up front and all your benefits on the very first day that you're there. But a lot of women in relationships, because a man buy them dinner, buy them a few trinkets, give them a purse or two, some jewelry, they are giving the man all the benefits. And then when he quit, meaning he get up and leave the relationship after a few months, you're thinking to yourself, he did me wrong. He lied to me. He used me. No, he was in it for part time. And you didn't recognize it because what you did was looked at him outside as his resume looking good talking good smelling good and you thought because you he looked good he was going to be good to you and there's a good chance out of none that this kind of happens at all period now for those men who walking into these relationships you know when you walk up to a woman point blank and she asks you are you single you know what she means but yet and still you would dance around the semantics because she did not ask a direct question because most women say, are you single? And if a guy wants to get with you, point blank, he's going to say what? Yes, I am. It's the only logical thing to say if he's trying to get with her. When the question should have been, are you single, dating someone, seeing someone, trying to get with someone other than me, 
why you're trying to date me. That would have given him a less and less time to squirm and find an answer he think is acceptable to you. America. We don't do that in relationships, period. We go by the outside and the things and the flash that we see, and then we realize later on things are not the right way. And men in this situation takes total, total advantage of many women looking for these things. A lot of women say, I want to get married. I want to settle down. I want to have kids. They'll tell this to the guy. He'll hear it, understand it. And if he has to, he'll go as far. And I've seen this happen from those I talk to in my uh, relationship coaching. That men will go to far extremes just to sleep with some woman. Now, understand, I'm not going to blame the man woman 100%. It's a 50-50 situation because it comes down to very simple. If a woman wants to get married and she wants to settle down, she has to understand that before she gives him the benefits of the relationship of being with her, she has to make sure that he is worthy of what it is she has to give. Now, for real men, who want to get with these women, they have to make sure that they truly want to get with them and not just sleep with them. Because I'm telling you, to be broken at some point in time, because there are a lot of single women out there right now with children and have multiple baby mama daddies and things of that situation, wondering when they're going to find somebody good to be with. Now, I'm not saying this applies to all the women, but a lot of women are not looking for love because they were never taught how to love. They were taught how to survive. When they're looking for these men out there, they have gotten these two and three kids by these two and three men. They're not looking for love. They're looking for a situation that can be taken care of. And this is where that so-called good man comes in at. He's the one that end up falling in love with this woman, want to be with her. He get with her and use his resources to take care of the children they're with, only to see that his he has limited access and not do in the relationship. Let me explain. When you find a good man as a woman with children, and you get into the situation, he's taking care of every bill in the house, he's giving you, providing you, feeding them, clothing them, doing everything he needs to do as a provider even though they're not his kids. The one thing that, that most men run into in these situations as a good man with these women is that when it comes down to disciplining the children, this is where that woman would say, oh no, uh, if it's going to be disciplined, his, his daddy got to do it. Now, if that's the case, where was his daddy when it's time to provide for him? Where was his daddy to pay these bills that he's living with and using right now. See, a lot of women want to hold on to the bad boy because he's exciting and deal with the good guy because he's a necessity. They need his resources, but he wants the thug's excitement. And uh, that's not going to work all the time. At some point, you got to give up something to get something. So understand something. It's very funny to me sometimes when I hear these stories to people who are trying to have their cake and eat it too. Now, by me saying this and putting this out there, it's not going to change the way America does things. I can almost guarantee you. 
People are going to continue to sleep with one another before they get married, have kids before they get married. It's just what it, it is. I'm just here to make you clear on the uh, circumstances and things that happen if you do these things. So don't sit back and do them, meaning sleep with multiple men, have multiple kids by them, have those guys leave you, play drive-by dads, and drop off a few trinkets every once in a while and hand you a, 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 maybe a handful of cash for a second or two and call themselves dads because they're nor dads nor their providers. Men have to understand in a relationship, they, their part of the job is to lead. And a lot of men don't like that idea in this society when it comes to leading. This is why you find a lot of sides. Meaning very simple. They are switching places with the woman. They are becoming those bi, gay, and sexual people. Because for the majority of, of them, they don't want to play the role of provider, nor leader, nor teacher. They want, they want to receive because they're seeing the women are having this benefit. Because for people who call themselves Christian, it's very simple. The Bible says that it is the man's job to take care of everything. It is God, Christ, man, woman, child. And I understand for most women who run into these men saying, oh, the Bible said, because uh, they're supposed to be Christian men, the Bible says a woman's supposed to submit to me. This is true. The Bible does say a woman does, and part of her job is to submit to men. But before she submits to any man, he has to be following Christ. Now, he cannot be if he is not taking care of his duties in the household. Now, I know what most men are sitting out there thinking. While I'm working, paying all these bills, what is she doing with her money? It's a good question and a valid question, but understand something. If you have a seasoned woman versus an unseasoned woman, and let me explain that real quick before we move forward. A seasoned woman is a woman that's been hurt before, been in situations where she know how to improve herself as she moves forward. She can recognize potential in the man that she's with to move forward. And she understands that asking, suggesting, is better than trying to rule him to get him to do the things she wants to get done. This is very simple. Now, for an unseasoned woman, this is the woman that will worry about where you are, worry about what you're doing, worry about where you're spending your money at, who you're spending it on, what everybody else is getting versus what she's getting. Now, why is this important? This is important very much so in the relationship. When a man is worrying about where the woman's money is going, first of all, according to the Bible, it's not his concern. What she does with her money is her business. Now, a seasoned woman in a situation like this, watching her man take care of his provider duties as head of household, one, she's going to follow him. Two, she's going to make sure he is not as stressed as most men are today. She will make sure that the things that need to be done in the household are taken care of because part of her job in her equal as sees us, we are equal, but we have different roles. And her role is to take care of the house, manage the finances in the house, make sure that he coming home to his kingdom and not to a prison. Now, why this is important is very simple. No one wants to come home and be fighting and fussing about simple things. 
No man wants to walk through the door if the woman is at home all day and end up taking out the trash. How much sense does that make? The woman has been there all day and felt the need to wait eight, nine hours later for the man to come home to get the trash taken out. That makes no sense at all. A seasoned woman will make sure and understand that her man is doing everything he's supposed to be doing and she will have no problem submitting to him and helping him build things because she will understand that in his building of their relationship, she is seen as an asset and not a liability. And this is why men will talk to seasoned women, tell them what they feel, tell them how they think about things, what's going on, and get her feedback on situations. Remember now, you've heard the phrase, behind every good man is a good woman. For me personally, I'd rather have her beside me. Instead of saying behind, I'd rather be beside me. Because I want her to tell me what's on the left, and I tell her what's on the right so that we can move forward. But a lot of times in this situation, when people say, oh, I love you. Now, women expect men to love them unconditionally, which is something I would want as well if I was a woman. But in situations that we know, men end up getting a woman loving them with conditions. Because before we understand things, we have to sit down and talk about some words and define what they mean to us in the situation that we're in. When you say love, tell me about what it is that you need to be loved. What do I need to do for you to feel like you're loved? And if your love is attached to materialistic things. Unfortunately, women are not taught today how to love. They're taught how to survive. So in most women, but not all, I'm not saying this is for everyone, but for the majority of it. And you can see it in the world today. A lot of their so-called I love you is, a is tied to what the man gives her, how much he spends on her, that kind of situation. And that's not love at all. But for some men, they'd rather have that situation and feel like they're being loved and spend money on them. And some other men would call them simps. Call them a simp because he's spending money knowing that her love has conditions. Now, I don't know if it's a bad thing, but I will say this. Those who are calling these men simps because they do these things is sitting in a position of jealousy because they aren't able to do it at all. Now, you hear a lot of men say often they don't want to tell a woman how beautiful she looks or how good she is because they don't want her to feel some type of way or something positive, which is stupid. In our relationship today, in society today, we should want to uplift each other. And I can tell you right now, the colleges today, you are seeing more women graduate with degrees and starting businesses than you do see men. Because the women are figuring out they do not need to wait nor depend on men to have the things that they want in this world we live in. And this is a part that pisses men off a lot. When a woman comes in and she has things together, a lot of men get intimidated. A lot of men will sit there and say how what they should do is stay home. Now, here's the thing. If in your relationship, in the beginning of it, for whatever reason, you make the deal where the woman stays home and the man goes out and make, make their money and pay the bills. 
even though it is can be it can be renegotiated at some point, you can't sit home and complain about your situation. Now I don't know too many men want to see women sit home and watch the paint dry and add to the bills that they're trying to pay and keep down. And I don't understand why women that are doing this are sitting home creating new bills and problems for him to solve. Now, as I said, a good woman, a seasoned woman, she would not add debt to their bill. She'll figure out how to help make some money. Because when she wants things, she may want them. And it may cost a pretty penny to get them. But the husband can look at her and say, you know what? She's helping me bring in money. So yes, if she's spending money out, it's not a big deal because she helps earn it as well. Now, again, it's not a, it's not a fact of, oh, she must do 50-50 because, as I said before, 50-50 is not in the Bible. I'm sorry to tell you. Going half on things are not in the Bible. Now, a lot of men are confused. Young men are confused about this. Young women are confused because their current situation is very simple. They are in a relationship where they are splitting the bills. And again, this goes back to your conversation in the very beginning. When you first sit down, I really suggest that people have a financial conversation when they first get into a relationship. And I'm going to tell you why. When you have that financial conversation, you level the playing field to know where one another stands financially. Because the one thing neither of you want to do is come in, get into a relationship, stop paying the other person's bills while your bills are lacking. It makes no sense to do that. So when you sit down and have that financial conversation and put on the table, and you can do this not by just your words, pull a credit report. If you are serious about making a relationship work, knowing that finance and cheating are two of the things that breaks up uh, relationships, get those credit reports, pull them out, put them on the table, find out what you both have to pay. Figure out a, a structure, some kind of strategy, how they're going to be paid and who's going to pay them. Because even though the man's job is to provide, he doesn't have to pick up additional debt unknowingly. If he chooses, when he sees everything, to come up with a strategy and a way to get these things paid and still have a good life with you, that's great. That's a man that the women that they're with should be working with. Because the one thing that people do not want to do, and I've said this many times even for myself, I will work with any woman I am with on anything she wants in this world. But the one thing I refuse to do is to work for a woman. Now, let me explain what that means because some of you may not get it. When you have a relationship and you're working with someone, it's a joint venture because you're business partners. That means if I work a job and, and, and we make little money, but we're able to take care of ourselves, it's not our your goal as a woman to create additional bills. It's your goal to make sure whatever he makes, you can live within. Now, I know it's hard in these days, times, when everybody has all the latest this and the latest that, and you want to have the same thing. But at the same time, you got to ask yourself, who am I living for? Am I living for the world or am I living for our relationship? Because I can tell you, and I believe this headheartedly, good women behind men can help them boost to wherever they want to go in life, period. Women, despite what most men may think, women are brilliant. God gave them super gifts. And if we were to recognize a few of them and allow them to help us and put our pride to the side, they can help us elevate ourselves 
which means we elevate us to a whole new level. But because a lot of men have a lot of egos and they can't really see women being as smart as them, they get kind of upset and want to put women down. The moment they want to do things, go places, because we're in 2020 right now. And I can tell you right now, there are a lot of women who make more money than men. And when men walk up to them with that old line about how I, I can buy you this and I can give you that, they got to realize a lot of these women they're talking to that are smart women who have college degrees or who are smarter than most people think, they already have things. I can buy you a car. She already has a car. I can buy you a house. She has a house. I can buy you some clothes. She got clothes. So what's the next line for the man? Nothing, because he has no idea what to do, because his whole selling pitch was what he could do for her when she can do it for herself. This is why some women seem intimidated to some men, because when you walk in and talk about what all I got and what all I've done, when she asks you a simple question of, tell me about you, 99.9% .9 of men will talk about where they work, how much money they make, the things they have acquired up to that point. And that was not the question she asked you. She said, tell me about you, not what you do. But you have to understand as women, when they tell you that answer, they in, insensibly, they're saying to themselves, this is who I am. I am this job. This is why when men lose their jobs, a lot of men get depressed. And get mad at the woman. Take it out on the woman at home. They may do some abusive things or say some abusive words, which is not cool, but they will. And it's not because it's something that the woman has done. It's a simple fact that their identification was based upon the job. So again, if you are sensing that you're in a situation like this, I would say let's sit down and have a talk real quick of what plan A, plan B, and possibly plan C could be if these things were to happen this way. Now, I know a lot of things that the time that we're in right now with situations going on, it makes it harder for people to really understand or follow what their Christian life Bible says they should do because they're thinking to themselves, I have to look out for me, take care of me. But if you believe in God's words and you believe in God himself, you still do in these times what you're supposed to do regardless because it makes a big difference in the relationship because the moment you put God to the left and think you're going to run off your own emotions, God will stop whatever's going on in your life to get your attention, to let you know that he is in charge, not you, period. Now, again, I'm not here to blame anybody for anything, but I do want men, especially grown men over the age of 30, Stop lying to these women. Stop acting a fool with these women. Stop showing out to these women because you got to keep your mind. If you are in a relationship with a woman and she gets upset, start acting a fool. She's only mirroring what you show her. Now, this is not to say all women are perfect because we do have a lot of them out here who are scandalous, who are users, who don't really care. And they're just trying to get over it. And I get that. When you run into people like that, and you recognize it. The best thing you can do is bow out and get out and move on because it's not going to do you any good at all. 
but I don't want to hear no more about our abusing women verbally, physically, because they are inadequate for themselves and the situation that they're in. Just because your woman goes to school or want to better herself or be a, get a better job doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. A lot of women need your support like, they, like you need theirs to get where they're going. Now, again, you have to decide at some point, do you have a seasoned woman or an unseasoned woman? And women, when you're talking to men, you got to recognize in their conversation, do you have a man that's ready to settle down or a man that's still trying to search for something? Because I don't care how great they look, how beautiful they are, the words they say, bottom line is you need to think a little bit more deeper than that. Because at the end of the day, if he's not good at all, then all you have is a pretty person wasting months of your time that you can't get back and you end up starting all over anyway. Now, I know a lot of people in this world want to be happy and they all deserve to, to love and be loved. But we have to try to do it in a better way. And again, I'm not here to tell you what you can and cannot do. I just don't want to see anybody get hurt, period. Now, I've said in my book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? That we as people are built differently. We handle things differently. And as it said in the Bible, in Adam and Eve, we receive things differently. Now, in Adam and Eve, as I was telling you before, when Adam met Eve, Adam's job, his job was to tell Eve the rules, regulations, and consequences of breaking God's laws. And one of the laws he said was, you could eat of every tree in the garden except the tree of knowledge. Now, if Adam would have done that, told that to Eve mm -hmm. at that time, when the serpent came down to Eve and told Eve that it was okay to do so, to have it, to eat it, she would have turned around to her husband and said, hey, mm -hmm. this a serpent is telling me that I should do this. I know you told me not to do this. Then Adam could have stepped in as the man, backed her off, protected her, and dealt with the serpent himself. But he didn't do that. What Adam did was did not tell his woman what was going on. He didn't teach her. He didn't educate her on things because he was there first, remember? And it's his part of his job to do so. Because he did not do his job of telling her things was going on because a lot of men today just do not want to keep the women informed because they think they're protecting them by not telling them some things. Remember now, 99.9% .9 of the time you do that, whatever you're protecting them of and from is exposed at some point and now you, it, it makes the matters worse. You're trying to explain to her why you did something. Why did you take that choice away from her to do things? Because I can tell you right now, I've, I've, had, I've had situations where I've counseled. And the man is told, told lies to get the woman things that's going on in her life, make everything right for her. And the woman, when she found out the lies and what was going on, she felt like a fool for one. She felt that other people around her knew more about their relationship than she did. And she couldn't understand a phantom why the man would tell them and not tell her. Now, men thinking, oh, I was trying to protect her. In essence, what you did was hurt her more because your whole relationship was built on trust. And if you can't trust her, although I will say this, some lies told are necessary. 
but in heart cases, dealing with your heart, I wouldn't recommend anyone do that. Because when you do that to a woman and she finds out that you've lied to her, one, her trust is going to be broken. It's going to take a long, hard road to get it back again, if you are able to accomplish that. But more importantly, you she feels bad because you've taken the opportunity for her to make a decision in this situation as your mate. And for her, that's very important. Now, as I was saying, the serpent came down, talked to Eve. Eve followed what the serpent said him because Adam never told her not to do things. And foolishly, as you read in the Bible, Adam came over and joined in on the process of eating the fruit that he wasn't supposed to be eating. Now, once that was that was done, you got to keep in mind the devil's goal back then as it is today is to break up what God felt is best for us, which is marriage. Being with someone, someone we love and someone who loves us. But the way he does it, and you can see this in the churches today, he doesn't attack the man. He attacks the woman because the Bible says the woman is a weaker vessel. So the devil knows this. He attacks the woman first, puts ideas and things in her head to fight against the man. And it, even though in situations, but not all, the situation is not the man's fault. Unfortunately, as a godly man, Christian, his job to take one for the team and figure out how to put everything in the relationship back in alignment. Because she's been distracted by the devil. And it's your job to recognize this and put everything back in perspective. Now, I know a lot of people say, well, you know, she's grown and she knows what she's doing. I shouldn't have to do this for her or I shouldn't have to do this for him. Again, you're in a relationship. Keep in mind, the Bible says people that are married. It told man in the Bible that he will leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife and they will become one. He's, it says that the man should love his wife, love the church. But here's what it doesn't say that no one seems to think about. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that a woman is supposed to love her man. It says that he is supposed to reverence or be reverenced by her. That's what she's supposed to do, reverence him, respect him, in other words. It never asks the woman to leave her mother and father to be with him. It's the other way around. But has anybody ever thought why? First of all, here's my take on it. Why would a woman that's living in a place, with her, let's say living with her mother and father or living somewhere else, comfortable, give up what she has to come to get with some guy who has nothing, as my grandmother would say, doesn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, because they're in love. That's not a provider. That's a daydreamer. Now again, I don't care how you twist and turn it, how men view it. Your job as men is to teach, protect, love, and provide for the woman that you're with. And if she feels that you're doing these things with her, she will willingly 
do and give you everything you need tenfold to be who you are to her, the king in her life. You continue to treat her as the queen, you guys are going to have a great relationship. Now, yes, the flip side is not all things stay together, not all things are meant to be. But at the same time, we don't have to disrespect one another throughout the process. I don't want women out there using their kids as pawns to get the man to pay money. I don't want the man running around hiding from her, telling him he won't, she won't file child support papers on him or put him in jail. Because if he don't pay and take care of his children and he's able to do so, then his ass need to be in jail until he gets it together. But what most men do is we talk to women into not doing these things, try to get all the baby mamas to talk and coincide and get along while he's out there creating more babies by other women as if this is some kind of fad thing to do. Not taking care of hardly any of them, if any at all. I need women to start thinking smarter. I need the men to start doing smarter. We are all in this together. And if we want to relate to one another and have something, what God says is godly and something that is good in his eyes, the men need to understand the role of the woman and the woman need to understand the role of the man. Now you can find a lot of this information in your Bible. If you believe and you read it, it's in Ephesians of, uh, from 1 to 32. You can check this out. But like I said, splitting bills in a household with the woman, household bills, men, really, that's not providing for her at all. There's nothing I can say to make it make even sound right. That's not providing. Whether you believe in God or not, that's not providing for your woman. And for those women, let's, let's educate yourself a little bit better here because even though you, don't, you may not find anything wrong with splitting bills, I don't want you to think that it is a requirement of God that you do so. That is, that is not a requirement. That's an option that you have. And I know smart women will not have their men out there working 15 jobs so that he can get her a name brand purse. That's not a good woman. And that's not someone he should be with, period. Because why in the world would you want to watch him work yourself in the grave and then when he die and leave you life insurance money, you tell your friends and family, oh, he was a good man. He loved his family. No, if he, if he was good, you would make sure he stayed alive and not working to death. I've seen women do that many times to men. And I've seen men who put themselves in a position. I mean, think about it. Those so-called hustlers out there hustling. Now, I'm going to assume that what you're hustling for is, is legal. Let's put it that way. Because if it's illegal, what the hustling you're doing, the woman, again, should be the smart one of the two. Think about the big picture. Yes, he's hustling, making some money, getting you some trinkets, give you a little bit of money to spend so you can let your girl see how much you're balling. Big picture says, if you got kids by him and he gets caught hustling, because we know that hustling doesn't last forever. There is no retirement plan for hustlers. It's either dead, jail, or stop. That's your choices. But why would the woman, knowing that if he goes out there and do something illegal, he can put himself behind bars and make his kids see them behind bars for quite some time, leaving her with figuring out how to take care of them, take care of herself. That's not a seasoned woman. That's a selfish woman. 
So again, we have to work this thing. It makes sense. What you do and say with one another is different. But understand, you cannot fix your in-house problems in the street. I don't care how you think about it. You cannot fix what's going on wrong in your household in the streets. Women always say, I wonder why the man don't talk to me. Well, let's think about it for a second. Your job is to encourage, not discourage. Now, if I work at a bank and I tell you I want to be a baker, that's what my passion is because I'm good at it. And you know this, whether you believe me or not, your job is to encourage me to let me try. Now, if I tried, didn't work out, and I understand you that day job, take care of my family, then that's what I'll do. But don't discourage me by telling me what I can't do and how it can't be done and it's not going to ever happen because that's not helping me none. This is the reason why when men get off work, when they say, well, why don't he come straight home? He always stops somewhere and drink with the guys. Well, let's understand that concept for a second. He stops and drinks with the guys at the bars because whatever he tells them his dreams are, whether they believe it or not, they encourage him. He don't want to come home to a dream killer, have walk in the door, tell you what's going on, and you just tell him how you can't do it. That doesn't help anybody. Do you know how discouraging it is to hear when you have a dream about doing something and you want to do it and that person puts you down? Now, again, not everyone we tell our dreams to is going to buy into it. That's just common sense. But we need to be aware enough to know that when we tell them people things about what we want to do and they're not down with it, that it doesn't discourage us from doing it. Because I know myself, like I said, I wrote a book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? It's on Amazon right now on my website, everything. And when I was putting this relationship to book together, I had friends around me who told me how I couldn't do it how uh, there are other books out there like it, how people like Steve Harvey and other people who wrote relationships book, why is, how's mine going to be different? I couldn't do it. I'm trying to understand why I couldn't. Because in my mind, I had my own thoughts, my own experience to share with people. Because the one thing I know for a fact, I am not, and I repeat, I am not the only one on this planet that love has made a fool of I am not the only one that who has cheated or been cheated on or lied to or lied to someone. Now, am I? Like I said, the experiences that I talk about in the book is simply experiences that some of us either are going through, went through, or will go through. I'm just laying out a map to how to deal with them when they do go. Because people say, oh, well, my relationship is good. Yeah, it's always good till something goes wrong. We always good when things are going well. We handle things great. But how do you handle things when things don't go so good? How do you fix things? How do you repair things? How do you know it's time to let it go? You never thought about it. How do you deal with those kind of emotions? Because we all deal with things differently. And I tell women often, often, you know a guy is trying to get with you or give you get with you gifts. You know a guy is trying to be with you for real, those girlfriend gifts. You know the difference. So don't pretend that you don't. 
If a guy's giving you expensive gifts and you don't like him in any form or fashion, I suggest to make sure your safety is to give that gift back to him and leave it alone. Step away from it. Don't take anything from this person if you're not ready to be with this person. Let me tell you why. Some men on this planet will handle rejection and walk away. No, and I know that you understand what I'm about to tell you because some of you probably either going through it, been through it, or seen it happen before in past relationships. Some men do not handle rejection well. Some men will look at you and hurt you simply because they can when you lie to them, cheat on them, do something that does, that's disrespecting them. Now, again, to those men who are doing this, this is not right. But I told people many, many times over, where there is an action, there is. We all do not react the same to situations like this. If someone cheated on you, yes, you're going to hurt. You're going to be angry. You want, probably want to get back at them. But here's the deal. Walk away. Clear your head. Calm down and think. Because if you make a wrong move and do something bad, and I've seen people go to the extremes of actually killing people over something simple. God, none of us are in a situation going forward. But if you are, there are people out here that can help, and I'm one of them, but I want you to know this is not a situation where you can play with. Why would you want to play with your life? You want to get one to live. Now, again, I know some of the things I'm telling you may not apply to you. Some might not like the truth that I'm telling. But again, it is information you can take how you want to. Because I'm here to educate, help people when I talk to them. At all my conferences and all my book signings, when I talk to people, groups of people about things, we talk about things and different things in relationships. And I advise them accordingly. Because there is no one answer fits all. Advise everybody accordingly. So I'm asking you, for the men, to wrap this up. For the men, if you are one of those men who are thinking that splitting household bills is providing for your woman, understand it is not. Your job is to financially take care of them, whether it's a woman and kids or just woman herself. Because remember, when you said, I do, in the marriage vows, what, you're told, what you told her was simply, I am going to be responsible for you. That's what you told her. And if you're not doing that right now, or you trust her because she's kind-hearted into thinking that splitting everything 50-50 is the way to go, then you're lying to her, you're using her, and as you know, karma comes around. And you don't want these things to happen to you like this. For the women, if you come across a man that is willing to treat you like you want to be treated, and I advise you to tell the man you're dealing with how you want to be treated, how you want to be loved, because he is not going to figure it out on his own before you get upset with him not knowing. So try this, okay? Try to talk to your man and tell him, this is how I want to be loved. This is what I need to be loved. This is what I need to feel loved. And then, man, you do it. Okay? Women, let's not play these games and act as if 
the grass is always green on the other side. As I told men at the men's conference a couple months back, if you don't want to be with this woman, don't hold her back from being with somebody who want to love her the way she wants to be loved. Don't marry someone for the sake of marrying someone and do not marry someone and hold them in a relationship not fulfill their needs. It's just not fair to them. It's not fair to you. So I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to me. For more things you can learn about, go to my YouTube channel, which is Why Does Love Hurt So Good? Be sure to check out my book at whydoesloveheartsogood.net. And of course, my number's on the site. If you feel you have a situation you want to talk to me one-on-one, and get some advice, I'll be happy to talk to you about it. If you want to FaceTime, we can do that as well. Because like I said, I'm here to make sure that you do not repeat or do things that you shouldn't do. Because in Adam and Eve's case, if Adam would have simply told his woman what the deal was, because what I forgot to tell you was, when God came into the garden of Adam and Eve, of Eve um, he came into the garden, he called for Adam. He didn't call for Eve. He basically asked Adam what happened. And just like men today, so this is our history. Just like men today, Adam turned to, the, to God and blamed the woman. So it was her fault. When he left him in charge, told him to lead. Again, men step up. Act like the, the godly men God wants us to be. Women, recognize a man with potential. Understand and work with a plan, from financial plan to a life plan, and follow it. Even though, even though you may change it a little bit along the way, be on one accord with the same situation, okay? Because the one thing we don't want to do is continue having these backsliding people doing backsliding things. Because I'm sorry to tell you, church goers, repent does not mean repeat. Think about it. Hope is not a strategy. Having relevant conversations, being clear, writing down things, what's going on in your relationship, where you want them to go, at least you have a map to go by. No one wants to be hurt. No one wants to be lied to. No one wants to be played or used. So let's kind of work with one another here. Okay? And men, Stop lying to these women because it's your job to teach them. If you don't teach them right, they won't act right and you won't have a relationship but for so long. Because um, sex is not the only thing to the relationship. It is a part of the relationship. At the end of the day, you need to get in her head and not just get her in bed. If you cannot have a relevant conversation with your woman outside of the bedroom, you're not in a relationship you in a sex with benefit situation. Or better yet, you have a roommate. Thank you so much again for your time. And I hope to have people go to my site, check out the videos, leave some wonderful, great comments and relationship suggestions of topics you want to hear about. And I will address them. And if you get a chance, pick up a copy of my book, Why Does Love Hurt So Good? And it is a very educational read. I incorporate God's words in it to explain a lot of things concerning relationships in itself. Thank you so much again. Look for my new video on YouTube 
next week. Have a great one.